Hey, Todd, I want to get better at podcasting. You don't need to. Just keep winging it. No, no, really. I I really want to learn. Oh, you are such a pain in the... You're listening to Braving Bad Bosses with Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, where we discuss how to survive a bad boss and not be one. Okay, so Todd, imagine that it's like a thousand years ago and you are the owner of a flock of sheep. Okay. Are you with me? Yeah. It's like the, back in those days, um, you know, even in some places of the world today, if you have a flock of sheep, that's a very valuable family possession. Sure. I mean, I'm being totally serious. Sure. Like that's like the main source of income for a family in those days. And so the decision of who you choose as a shepherd to kind of watch over those, oh, yeah. you know, those sheep is a very important decision. So let's imagine you hire a shepherd and the shepherd comes to work to watch over the, the flock. And the main goal of the shepherd is, is really just to sort of keep the sheep alive until market time. All right. That's kind of, that's the shepherd's goal. Okay. Um, is that what you expect? Is that going to be what's best for the flock? Absolutely not. Oh, right. No. Which, you know, the true sign of a shepherd is, is one that, you know, invests time and effort to make sure the sheep grow, that they grow, that they're healthy, that they can rest, they can eat, they can, they can grow big and strong and heavy so that when they go to market time, maximum price for the family. Right. So what you're saying is I don't want a shepherd that just keeps them alive. I want a shepherd that gives me fat, plump, big market sheep. It's exactly what I'm saying. And, and so, you know, one of the things we talk about when it comes to good bosses is, is, that, is that a good boss, a sign of a good boss, is one that invests the time and energy in the growth of each and every person on the team. It is not so obsessed with his or her own career and ambitions and, and objectives that they just ignore that and yeah. just focus on performance, performance, performance results, um, and, then de- and, and consider development and growth just an afterthought. We want bosses that produce big, fat, plump, market-ready workers. Okay, that's going a little too far with the analogy. I think we can stop the analogy now and just Thinking focus. about bosses who okay. develop the best, what, yep. what types of things can a boss do to develop team members on the job? You know, that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, a lot of times people think that when they think of growth opportunities, they think promotions. Yep. Um, or they think formal training. Which is kind of backwards, right? Because like promote me so that I get a development opportunity as opposed to be developed so you earn the promotion. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when they when people want, they, they, they equate growth opportunities with just getting promoted and making more money. Right. And um, it's, it's, it's definitely not about that. And it's not just about formal training. Yep. Um, because those, that requires budgets and approvals and frankly, most formal training it doesn't work very well. And time off the job. And time off the job. When so, you could be doing stuff. Yeah. So to answer your question, I think you know, growth opportunities is, is really anything that stretches us, that teaches us something new, that exposes us to some new information, that, that helps us gain new skills. Yeah. Um, human beings need growth. If, yeah. we don't have, if we don't have growth in some, at, at some level, we stagnate. Yeah. And whether you, th- whether you think you need growth or not, you do. Yeah. Right? Not everybody has like, like a huge appetite for growth. Right. But, but everyone needs to be moving forward, at least in some way, on a personal level or a professional level or something. You know, you know, that's a great call out that we all have different growth needs and different approaches to how we grow. And I think, you know, we've kind of throughout the course of this podcast, I've shared a lot of times when you've had a bad boss that talk about how, oh, what a great, what a great opportunity to try something new, to, to take a risk on it. And I think that's because I have a fairly high growth um, need or mm-hmm. kind of yeah. uh, experimentation yeah. but for somebody who doesn't have that strong of a need i think that's important to do too i've found, i've found the greatest growth opportunities for me have been times when i've been in way over my head like mm, where yeah. i have opportunities yeah. to potentially fail and i don't know what i'm doing that's when i tend to learn the most 
It, yeah, exactly. And and so, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's uncomfortable. It's also uncomfortable for a boss. Sure. You know, because because if, if a boss's reputation is at stake. Yeah. And and they're faced with, do I delegate this to, to Todd, even though I know he's going to be over his head yeah. and take a risk that he may fail and that may reflect bad on my department? Yeah. It, you know, that can, you know, bosses can resist that. Sure. I, you know, I would think there's a sense of urgency that keeps some bosses from doing this. So we got to get the job yeah. done. And and so then there's an element of it's not a high enough priority. Like it's not my mm-hmm. job to uh, help grow the team. It's really my job to get the work done. Right. But yeah. I also think there's a. I don't want to say malicious, but maybe malicious is the right word on it. There are some bosses that are kind of designed to, uh, if I grow this person too much, they're going to leave the team, right? Like I need to (laughs) keep people on the team. Yeah, no, that's, that's a whole different, that is a bad, that, that, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a terrible situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, lack, lack of investment in people's development because you might give them the skills they, they can take elsewhere. It was going to backfire. Yeah. And it's not going to feel good. And, and so, if you have a boss like that, yeah, it, it, you may be in big trouble. It is kind of human nature that if you've got a project you need to assign to someone on your team, right. you're more likely to give it to the person that knows the most about the project as opposed to right. giving it to somebody who knows the least about the project. And giving it to the person who knows the least about it would probably provide the better growth opportunity. It, yeah, certainly it would. So that kind of brings us to the idea of if if we've convinced listeners that, that they do have a need to grow. Yeah but they're faced with the situation where the boss is not prioritizing yep. that they're, they're not, they're not held accountable to create a quote individual development plan yep. every year or whatever they're, you know, or, or they're taking that sort of that, that easy way out that some bosses do, which is frankly what I've been guilty of in my, in my past, which is to see development plans as just sort of like this, this add on to the end of a performance yeah. appraisal yeah. that yeah. HR makes you fill out, you know, a couple of things for development for the next year. I don't know if you've had something like that. Sure. I spent most of my most of my career with an annual process of having to f- come up with two or three development sure. items for each of my direct reports. Sure. And it kind of went something like this. Go through the performance objectives and then it gets to the development plan and I like push across like the training catalog and say pick a couple. <laughs> Yeah, that's the effort, you sure. know, uh, you know, and I'm embarrassed to say that's the effort I, pu- I would put into to, to development of my people. Sure. And I wish I could go back and do it differently. So so if you have no so if you have a boss who's like that and they, they push, they give you a Fred Pryor catalog and yeah. say, pick a couple seminars yeah. for 2020. Yeah, that, that's your development. Don't accept it. Right. Right. Um, y- we need to find ways to stretch and grow. So, I, you know, so w- what what advice maybe comes to your mind? If you're in a situation where a boss is just not prioritizing growth opportunities, not formalizing them, you know, years could go by and you'll never you'll never learn something new. What, what can you do? Well, I think the, the first step is really to identify what it is that you want to what areas you want to grow in. So and if that's the three bullet points that are on your performance review and you agree with them or you want to demonstrate some mm-hmm. growth in those areas, then certainly those are going to give you the greatest leverage when you go to your boss with those three, yeah. because those are the ones that got picked out during that. But it can also be things that you've identified yourself that you want to grow on. Yeah. And then I would say start looking for projects that are going to help you get that done, because then I think you can start saying, hey, next time a project like this comes up, I'd mm-hmm. like to play this role on it because I think it would help with this development for me. And I'm willing to spend the extra time to make sure that I get it done right. I, 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 that's a tough, that's mm-hmm. a tough thing for any, if you make it super easy for your boss to say, yeah, all right. It, like you want extra work so that you can develop <laughs> in something. That's a really tough thing to say no to. It, it is. It is. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I, I remember struggling with was 
you know, when you did, when I did have a boss who's like, what, you know, just pick something to work on. They kind of take that cop out. I have to be honest. There are times when I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Like not to say that I didn't feel like I had any weaknesses. Sure. But I just, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't really know what, what to work on. Um, and so, I, so there's there's a like a piece of advice that I guess I would give give listeners. That you, I think you can think of development in three categories, yeah. um, and this might help trigger, depending on where you are in your career and what what's going on. Um, and I, I kind of think of them as the three P's. So if you're thinking about where we want to develop and where we want to go to our boss and get um, get some development, kind of into our schedules, is is the three P's. And, w- and the first P is performance. Mm-hmm. So w- where are my current performance? performance, you know, objectives or not objectives, but, um, you know, the job duties of my job that I'm feeling less comfortable in. Yeah. Is there, is there, is there something that I can, can work on? Maybe, you know, if, if my job is to do kind of complex Excel, Excel stuff, but I've never had any formal training, like advanced Excel training, sure. and I'm feeling uncomfortable with that part of my job, I might create it. I want, I might add that to my development plan. Yeah. I want to grow my skills. That's a performance level. Second is, is professional. Yeah. So career, professional certifications skills that'll help me grow in my in getting my job done yeah and all of that that's kind of the second category if you still can't think of anything then go personal the third p is personal so think about communication skills problem solving re- conflict resolution you know, do some personality assessments start to understand yourself kind of grow in emotional intelligence look for those kinds of things we all yeah. have those things so if you can't think of you don't really want to get promoted you're at the top of your career. You, there's not another certification. Then go personal. But those are some just ways I think you, you create some ideas so that you can go to the boss and say, yeah. hey, this year I really want to focus on a couple of these areas. Yeah. Do some of that thinking for them. It's sad, but that might need to be what you do. You know, I think about this whole second season when we've been talking about sins of omission, <laughs> and I can't yeah. help but think this is probably one of the most common omissions. Like, it is. Yeah. Like, like development just isn't a top priority for most bosses out there. And in fact, I would say isn't a top priority for most cultures out there. I can't think yeah. of too many times in my career as a yeah. boss that I have had conversations around my role as a developer of my people. Um, That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it gets talked about. Yeah. But in terms of actually measuring that performance yeah. or saying, here's how many people you got promoted. Here's, here's, yeah. here's where the people on your team were last year. Here's where they are this year. What yeah. have you do, done to help develop them during that time? Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, think about the accountability we could create. Yeah. If from the top of the organization down, one of the things they held their managers accountable for yeah. was a very well thought out and detailed development plan for each and every person on their team. Right. Starting with the CEO right. and down. So if the CEO goes to the senior vice president team right. and says, I would like you guys and gals, you, I would like you people, you people. to show me yeah. your detailed development plans for your direct reports. Yeah. And, that, and that's actually one of their, quote, performance objectives. Right. One of your performance objectives is to create detailed, well-thought-out right. plans. Right. Imagine that cascading through the organization, what effect sure. that would have. Sure. That's, that's a great point. But so I, this, this is one of the more fascinating sins of omission to me because yeah. I think it's one of the more commonplace ones, but I also think it's one of the more easier ones to overcome because you're not going to get as much. The, the only, I shouldn't say the only, the most obvious resistance you're going to get from your boss on asking for this 
is you don't have the time to do this. Quit wasting time on this because you got to get some other stuff done, which means you're not getting your job done to the level that they want you to do it. But if you're getting your job done to the level that they want you to do it and you're willing to take on extra to help with the development and you're asking for feedback from them right. or a direction to be able to do that, right. that's a pretty tough thing to say no to. It is, it is tough to say no, especially if you, if you pick something that doesn't require budget yeah. dollars. You yeah. know? And, that's, and that's kind of the key. Um, you know, create your own development plan. Yeah. Um, and, and make them react to it. But, uh, I mean, there's, there's lots of things. I mean, let's think of some ways that people could kind of create growth opportunities for themselves without even really needing budget or needing the boss's, you know, approval. Yeah. I, you know, as you were, you were talking through some of the, the three P's as to how to go through that. Um, I, 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 always have things I am working on and I and I'm never fully satisfied with where I am really on anything even the strengths that I think I do a pretty good job of I'm constantly looking to refine and take it to the next level I'm always wanting to level up and yeah. so finding those areas of opportunity has not been a challenge for me but I think being able to say well how do I how do I get more out of this feedback has been such a critical part of that mm, and so I yeah. think if I'm looking for more development what I need to do is set parameters or if anything else kind of give uh, plant seeds of here's what things I'd like feedback on I'd mm -hmm. like feedback on this this and this because I'm trying to grow from here to there and one of the things that's been helpful for me is not just the development but saying I'm trying to change my reputation around this so you know yeah you know just to be real personal here like yeah. sarcasm is one of those things that like I'm, I'm fairly sarcastic oh, guy really now yeah exactly yeah, you're sarcastic mm -hmm. hello pot it's me kettle yeah right. Yeah. and so Whatever. um <laughs> so being able to say okay maybe i've taken that a little yeah. bit too extreme how yeah. do i start to work that back a little bit yeah. has been helpful for me to talk to some of my peers to talk to my boss and say hey give me some feedback when um you know things that i say because i built that reputation of not saying something yeah. sarcastic in my own head, but because I have that reputation, it's yeah. interpreted that way. Have you ever have you ever asked someone to mentor you? No. So there's there are very few things as flattering yeah. as when someone comes to you and says, "Hey, um, would you mentor me yeah. on this topic?" Yeah. You know. So I was just thinking about your sarcastic, yeah. you know, your, your sarcasm problem yeah. that, you're, that you've diagnosed. Yes. You know, let's say for instance, your boss was um, not that way. Yeah. Can you imagine how, how nice it would be to go to your boss and say, hey, boss, listen, you don't even know you're asking for development. Yeah. Just going, hey, listen, I've noticed that I have a tendency of doing this. I noticed that you, you seem to be better at this than I am, yeah. whatever the topic is. Would you mentor me yeah. and help me overcome some of this by just letting me learn from you on this? And maybe we could meet you know, every other week for half an hour and just talk about this topic. Sure. They would be investing in your in mentoring you, and they wouldn't even know they're doing it. Sure. And it doesn't have to be your boss. Yeah. Um, you know, when I talk about ask for mentoring, Go to someone you respect that's in the organization, yeah. outside the organization. Meet for coffee, meet for lunch. You can do it before hours, over lunch hour. Want, ask for mentoring. Sure. Most people will not say no. Yeah. You know? Now, you got to be careful who you choose, but they won't say no. They'll, be, they'll actually feel very honored to be asked. Yeah. And that's, that's development. Yeah, and no, it's that's totally good. Well, and I think that, um, you know, the, the, that's such a fond... It, it's such a good way to build rapport with somebody else to say, I think enough of you to ask this of you. Yeah. 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 I think you can volunteer too. volunteer. Like you said, you know, volunteering for more work. Yeah. Yeah. Is, a, is a great thing. I thought you were going to say volunteer to be a mentor. Well, hey, ha I have noticed yeah. you're kind of weak in this area. I'd like to be your mentor. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. I've noticed you really stink at this. Perhaps I yeah. can mentor you in this yeah. area. I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna mentor you on this. Yeah. That, that's really good. That's a, that's really good. Um. So, uh, by the way, I, I, this, the sin of omission that I'm I'm feeling guilty about right now. Yeah. Is that that I have omitted giving uh, a special shout out to the coffee shop that oh, we're sitting yeah, in very today. Nice. And so once again this week we are at Key Coffee in the River Market in Kansas City. Yeah. And it's spelled Q-U-A-Y. But uh, don't look for it for long. You have to look up Thou Mayest because Thou Mayest, I think, acquired them. And they're going to be changing their names soon. I just hope they keep the blueberry strudel latte because that was pretty tasty. That was, that was darn good. Yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. There's Hell's Bells. That um, means we have to wrap up. Yeah. So I, we need to sum up this whole thing. But yeah. any thoughts just kind of on general? We talked about the culture. But any thoughts globally on how development is taking place in the workplace these days. You know, it, knowledge is so available. Everything is right at our fingertips. Is yeah. there, you know, there, there are so many other ways yeah. that you can grow yourself without having to rely on your boss. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it, it definitely is, you know, get yourself mentored. Don't wait for a formal mentoring program. I love it when companies do that. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> you know, we need a formal mentoring project. I could mentor Let's you. Let's assign that. this person to this person and make them have an awkward lunch meeting once yeah, a month. Yeah. I, that never works. Yeah. Don't wait for that. Don't even ask for that. Choose someone that you trust. Ask them to have coffee. They won't even know they're mentoring you. Yeah. But go, come equipped with questions. So mentoring is great. Uh, volunteering for special projects. Uh, being, you know, volunteering to lead a, a special project gives you leadership skills. Yeah. Um, without actually getting promoted. Um, you know, those are the, those are things that, that, that is growth and development. And they don't, they don't cost anything. Lead a book club. How about that? Jeff, I'm going to go way out on a okay. limb here. If you got a boss who is a non-developing boss, get over it that means you just have a boss it, you know it's it's not <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it's not something so yeah. develop yourself take ownership for your own development right. and push it and yeah. if you can get your boss bought into it involved in it that much yeah. better and if you've got a boss who's developing how lucky are you exactly you know one of the things that we didn't really mention that i think is right at the core of this is make your desire for growth known yeah you baby. know just make it make it known don't assume that people are going to come to you with growth opportunities not everybody has the same growth appetite. I think you mentioned that. You yeah. have a strong growth appetite. You like to new, learn new things and always yeah. be challenged. Some people really aren't as much like that. And so we just assume they don't want any new, new assignments or new challenges. Well, on the plus side of that, too, is when you have targeted an area and you've yeah. seen some growth on that, call that out, too. Hey, I've been working on this, and I think I just did this, and it worked out fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I think, finally, just be specific about about what things would be helpful. Yeah. You know, don't let your, don't let your boss assign your development plan. Right. Don't, don't let them say, you know what, I'm going to send you to this communication skills class and this advanced Excel class this year. (laughs) Congratulations. Here are the dates. That's, that's not what you want. Right. So be proactive with what, with what your needs are. You know, the only thing worse than a non-developing boss a boss who is overdeveloping in all the wrong things. That's right. Just prescribing. <laughs> right. It's a prescribing boss. You know boss. what you need. You need yeah. to go to a class that, on that. That's literally like going to the doctor, and, and before you can even say what's, what hurts, he hands you two prescriptions and says, call me in the morning. Yeah. It's like, wait, I didn't even, wait, what? Right, exactly. Yeah, so we don't want that. Yeah. Well, just remember, Jeff, even mm. if you work for a non-developing yeah. boss, uh-huh. it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. They could, they could work for you. Or you. 